Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Hello, everyone. This is a Monday Tej Talks episode. You might hear some dropping in the background. It's because it's raining in summer, obviously. That's what happens. And, um, yeah, there's some leak here, but no one seems to believe me in the house. But there, there's some sort of thing. Anyway, hopefully you can't hear the, like, dabbing too much in the background. Dab. Today, uh, yeah, I'm recording this on Friday. The, uh, the, the weekend before, or the Friday before the Monday you're going to hear this on. And I have had two offers accepted. Woo! Uh, which is pretty cool. But you can hear my voice. I, I sound like I don't really care. A bit somber. That's because I, I don't care. Because there's many things that can go wrong from now until the point of exchange. So, whilst I'm happy and I've had a little dance, uh, I know that there's still a huge list of things that can go wrong. And I kind of want to... I'll talk you through the two deals. I'll give you an update on where I am and some of the mindset. But also, I want to give you an insight into some of the thoughts I have as a property investor, some of the mindset bits, just to show you that, you know, hopefully what you're experiencing is not just, you know, you're not alone in experiencing it. But also in that, you know, if you haven't got to the stage of a property yet, still considering it, maybe you've got one, two, whatever, you can hear what goes on in the head of, you know, someone who has two and is hopefully gonna have two more and many, many more this year. So let me first speak to you about the deals. So let me let me look at my spreadsheet. I currently have seventy-eight offers like that I've made. There's probably more, but seventy I've tracked. All rejected apart from three. One I pulled out of and I spoke about before because the refurb was overestimated and huh. so and the other two are the ones that got accepted now. Now, one of them has been on the market for 18 months, which is just crazy. It's in a very nice part of a not-so-nice town. Uh, and the town's, I mean, the town's pretty big. This is like a suburb of it, but it's quite nice. And it's to an agent who I know fairly well who likes to talk and I like to listen. Uh, we get on and, you know, we, we're just very direct with each other. You know, he's one-man band, actually, but he does well. So, I think I saw it online as reduced, and I said to him, hey, what's the deal? We spoke, he said, look, they're not going to accept above £80,000 for it. And it was on for 114 then 107 then they dropped it to 18 upon his recommendation. It's worth 120 according to about three or four different agents, one of who I, who I trust, and... Brightmove comparables say between 110 to 125. So I think we're good on a resale, on a reval. Who knows? Surveyors are, um, yeah, interesting. Hi, surveyors. Please value my properties correctly if you're listening. Um, so that that's the deal for 80. And I, and I, I said, look, mate, I don't know if I can offer more than 80, but I might be able to. Let me come and see it because it could be different. And let's have a chat, right? It's like, all right, cool. Just thought I'd let you know. I said, like, no, I appreciate that you know let me come and see it i saw it and the interior needs about eight grand's worth of work purely cosmetic it got some weird ground boiler don't it it's a new boiler 
and a lot of cosmetic work. And we're in Wales, by the way, so everything's a bit cheaper. And I've got a great refurb team. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Joseph. Um, so it needs a little bit of work. And I'm actually I'm actually pondering the um, the swag because it's kind of like an OAP area. I don't know if my grey and white is going to work. It might have to be like white and... I don't know. What colour do OAPs like? Can, can anyone who's above the age of 60 who's listening, please uh, holler at your boy and let me know what the vibe is. I don't want to do Magnolia. Anywho, I digress. This property is what I like to call... It's a uh, it's a triple threat. In Wales, there's a few things that Wales is known for. Knotweed, subsidence because of old mining and just poor foundations, and then mining shafts. This property has knotweed next door. It has historic subsidence that's been underpinned. And it has a mine shaft in the front garden, which some people said was a bit scary, but I thought that was pretty awesome because what if you could go down there and just, I don't know, be a miner, a boyo. Back in the days when we used to have Welsh cakes and jump down a mine for coal. Used to come out of that tired. I did come out and have a ploughman sandwich. Sandwich. Um, I think it's pretty cool. So it's got a triple threat. I've checked with my broker. We're cool about the mine because it, we've got the searches and, you know, we can tell a potential buyer this. Knotweed is cool. 600 quid to fix it. There's a, um, a 44 page survey that was carried out by the vendor, which I actually read. Of course I did. I'm Knotweed boy. And it was fascinating. I really like it. What a shame that's lambasted by society and underwriters. Uh, and then the subsidence is historical. So we've got um, insurance forms for that. I think it was down in the 90s. So you can see uh, roughly, I think, flip profit is between 15 to 20 grand. And then money left in is about between four to eight grand, depending on the reval. Lovely house, semi-detached. The neighbor is a, is a um, is an eccentric. And I quote the agent here. So his garden needs trimming and a big ass fence needs to be put there as well. Um, and so that's that's one deal. Offer accepted on Thursday. My refurb team are going in on Tuesday, I think, to price it up accurately and also just you know do a survey. I don't get surveys done anymore unless there's something really, really scary or I can't figure out. Ugh, they don't really tell me anything I don't know. And my builders will spot anything anyway, usually. Um, and I've read the BRE Digest 251, so I know about cracks. I love a crack. Uh, and the second deal, second deal is um, is an interesting one. So I met with an agent who I know, you know, fairly well. You know, we get on, we have a laugh, we always have a chat, you know, about other stuff at the viewing. There's always telling me I just got bit by a spider, etc. And this is the point about agents as well. They're humans, so talk about shit with them, you know, just talk about whatever because. <sighs> Just have a personality with them, right? They're still humans. They're, you know, they're in an office all day and out and about. They want to talk to people. That's why they. That's why they're in this job. They're not people who don't like talking, right? Some are going to be weird and annoying. That's fine. But most are going to be, you know, good fun. I mean, one agent I met, we we literally spoke for an hour and a half. I mean, the house was big, but but I didn't need an hour and a half. But we were just chatting so much that I was late for my Nando's afterwards with some people that I was networking with. Um, and we just hit it off like a house on fire. You know, it was really good. And we got on. And, and now the relationship's set. I'm hoping that it's going to lead to more deals. Um, and that was just talking about all sorts of random stuff, you know. Um, so back to the deal. Sorry, speaking to my agent at a different property. And she said, oh, we found knotweed at um, that property you viewed, by the way. She'll take less now. And I said, knotweed. Hello, hello, hello. I'll have a bit of that. So I said... Um, Show me a picture. Show me a picture. 
I was like, cool, 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 cool. Um, and then, yeah, it wasn't not weed. But anyways, I said, okay, cool. What's she going to take? She said 53. So the story of this house is agent is very, very confident. It's worth 85. I do like this agent, but I think it's 75. But it has a garage at the back, which adds about 60 quid a month onto the, re- onto the rental. So think about that, eh? 60 quid. No no qualms, nothing. On a garage at the back of your house. That adds a lot, then it, to the rental. So, anywho, she thinks 85. It was on for 64. The weirdest thing is, the owner is the landlord who had a tenant in, didn't fix the gutters. The front of the house went damp. It, was, it wasn't nasty. It didn't smell or anything. And then she refused to get the gutters cleaned because she didn't have the money. The agents even said, hey, we'll take money off your rent every month, bit by bit, to cover the cost of, you know, cleaning the gutter, the guttering. That was Indian, but Indian and Welsh are actually similar. Long story. Uh, and she said, no, I'd rather sell it at 30 grand below what it's worth. People are strange. Uh, so I offered 53. Tense, 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 tense. Because before that, I offered 52, I think. So I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, sure, let's do it. I didn't even calcul- recalculate it. And then it took ages to come back. And then she was like, no, I want 54. I was like, oh, my. What are you playing at, girl? So then uh, I agonised, agonised, redid the valuation, like re- comparables. I know it's a grand more, but in Wales where the deals are small, these things matter. And I was like, right, you know what? I'm having it 54 done. And the agent held it off for me and now it's accepted my bill team are going in next Tuesday, I think, to price it up. This was bought for 54, well, was being bought for £54,000. The refurb oh, shouldn't be more than two and a half grand. It's got a nice kitchen. The bathroom just needs a new toilet and then some new tiles just to swag it up. Uh, the, obviously, the damp needs fixing, replastering afterwards, and we hacked it off potentially. And then I might do a grey and white thing, like I like I do. Hold tight, May Green. Rob Rob uh, Hodge, thank you so much for your advice uh, on the colour of greys because hey, I'm really picky about shades of colours. So uh, I might do that to it, and uh, I th- and it's got brown carpet. Ugh. So I'll put my put grey carpet in with a nice thick underlay. It's got some sliding doors. I might replace them, make them a bit, you know, swaggier. Garden just needs a good trimming. Uh, and the garage at the back, I haven't even been into it. So for all I know, there could be a nuclear bomb there, which actually would be worth quite a bit of money, wouldn't it? Sell, sell it using Bitcoin. I'm kidding, MI6, who are listening. I'm not going to do that, obviously. Oh, God, come on. Uh, there could be something in there, but I didn't view it. I was like, oh, whatever, cool. Um, it's a garage but it'll add some money to the rental. Now, that's that deal. Uh, so both are accepted. Both have, you know, sort of been, well, passed to solicitors, but my builders are doing the survey. So let, let's see what happens, which is why I'm not celebrating, but inside I really want to, but I'm not going to celebrate. I had two smells here today, so maybe I'm celebrating a bit because I don't eat carbs much. But anyways, and I mean, these deals are great. I mean, the second one I just spoke to you about, if it values at 85, I'm laughing. I think I'll take some money out or I'll leave none in, depending on the refurb. Uh, and how did I get this deal? <sighs> by asking the right question and having a good relationship with the agent. You know, they didn't contact me and say, oh, by the way, she'll accept 53. We, we saw your last offer was like 52. And I said to her, I was like, mate, why didn't you bloody contact me? So I'm not going to sit here like some people do and say, oh, yeah, I've got a great relationship with the agent, off-market deals. I don't yet. They didn't even bloody let me know and I was one grand off the price. Um, I think I was a grand. Maybe I was a bit more, but they, they didn't let me know. And I was like, and she goes, yeah. And I was like, mate, 
when when do you find this? I said, oh, like this morning. I was like, okay, well, let me sort this out then. Uh, so it was a case of right place, right time while I was on a different viewing with her, having a good relationship and me asking the simple question, what else have you got on? What's happening with X road? What's happening with Y road? Have you got anything with knotweed? Have you got anything with subsidence? With agents, right, ask specific questions, yeah? You can say, what else have you got on this in a bad state? I'll say that. They'll say, oh, nothing. I'll say, what have you got with knotweed? Uh, nothing. What have you got with cracks and subsidence in? Uh, oh, I might have something. So ask the right questions and ask the same question three or four times, but with different veils. Because words trigger our memory recall and they're humans. So we want to re- to trigger their recall of certain things, right? Because they could think knotweed and not even remember that the house is dilapidated. But because you said dilapidated, they're not thinking about the house or not. You know what I mean? So ask the right questions. And it's, you know, I was going to say, I was talking about the emotions of this. You know, yeah, I've got two offers accepted, which should go through. And both are, both, I believe, are going to be, again, no money down houses apart from like valuation and then paying for the refurb. Because I've got about 34 grand still off my first bridge, as I explained in a previous podcast, which will make up the deposits. And then I'll 75% bridge the rest. Uh, Together have come in cheapest again for bridging. Am I going to go with them to get a headache but to save money? Being a cheap Indian whose life is headache over spending money? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I probably will. But... And then you'll hear me complain about it. That Listen, just be ready for this because it's going to happen. Um, but we'll see. So, yeah, and then both of them are going to be rentals. <sighs> However, it depends. Um, there is decent flip money in both. But I think it's too early for me to flip. I think once I've got these two and they're remortgaged and I pull some out. About that time, uh, when I have four of these properties, which will bring in about £1,000 a month, which is, you know, security, financial security, um, you know, Whole Foods cheese is not expensive, is not cheap, you know what I mean? And the eggs I use for my homemade pasta, I go to finest level shit, man. Like, I don't have the cheap eggs, you know what I mean? Like, I want my pasta to be golden. So, it's, that's financial security. So, when I get four of them, I'll probably flip. I'll probably run out of money then. Uh, but I'll have investors and I have investors now. So, it, yeah, it, it's all a, a variation. I'm, I'm waffling, which I don't normally do. Anyways, moving on. Emotions. I'm not happy. I'm not necessarily happy over them. I've got an offer accepted. And for anyone who's in, who hasn't got an offer accepted yet or property, keep going. I've probably spent hundreds of pounds on, on Subway and Nando's and Airbnbs and fuel and hours and hours, right? Listening to boring ass audiobooks that literally put you to sleep. Um, and like having my car struggle up some hills with the kitchen in the back. Uh, and have 78, did I say? 78 um, offers out and I have three accepted and two now accepted that might go through. So you can see, I know, I don't care about rejection. I don't care about offers being rejected. I'll sit here, spend 15 minutes, comparables, everything, data. I send an offer out, 10 seconds later, a vendor's rejected it. Oh, wow, you spoke to them that quick, did you? Um, but I don't care because I'm used to it. And I guess that comes from recruitment, but it's something you have to get used to. And when you get an offer accepted, you, you know, you must celebrate. You must celebrate because it is a big thing, right? Especially if you're looking for sort of like little money left in deals. But just remember, this is the start of a hard slog. Conveyancing is an absolute piss take. Hi, solicitors. Love you. Uh, And so is finance. Hi, finance. Love you too. So just be prepared for that. And this is not a negative podcast, although I sound like I am because I'm mad tired. Yeah, this whole week, five, six hours sleep. 
boot sales in the morning, been to Wales, been back, been, you know, like when, when this offer went from, had to go from 53 to 54, I spent like two hours thinking it over, asking people, doing comparables. Like, you know, you're, sometimes you're never going to be sure of yourself and comparables are such a pain in the ass, right? That it's so difficult to actually assess these things because, and I get, it's probably the same for where you invest street by street. It can vary so much. Um, and yeah, I've had a few valuations, which I'll happily share with you if you want to see them um, on two properties so you can understand what they look like. Well, they were bridge valuations, so not the same as a mortgage one. So I kind of know how, you know, how they're going to do it. But, and there's a learning. When the evaluator came out for the bridge, I should have met them. Even though it's a bridge and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter what they value it at. Um, I I should have met them. There's a tip for you. But look, it's, it's tough and, uh, you know, keep going because it can only get it can only get better so keep going uh you know i look at my sheet and you know it's it's endless literally there's so many offers and some of them aren't ridiculous so uh keep going keep tracking your offers keep following up with them and do not give up because you know there's that classic thing you dig, you dig, you dig, you're one dig away from gold, but you give up at that point. And it's so true, you know, like last week I was saying, oh, I only have two properties, you know, trying to move out with my girlfriend, like, I can't really afford this, and I, you know, because of the business structure and the way that cash is being loaned. And I was like, I need more properties. And now I've got two at once. And I might have a third. I'm in discussions with Rich Little, you know, from the podcast, highest listen so far. Big up yourself, Rich. Rich Little. Um, and we're, we're kind of going through this deal and analysing it because, again, the comparables are not very good. But it's a, it's a beautiful house. I tell you, it's a beautiful house. Uh, last week, I also spoke at the uh, the property thing in uh, in Dallow, Darlington, if you ain't been, which is in Yorkshire. You know, my idol, Keith Lemon, he's from Yorkshire, he's a Leeds baby. And actually, it was a freaking awesome event. Like, these lads charge a fiver, yeah? And it's in this bougie hotel. Well, it's in the north, isn't it? So it's not as bougie as London, <laughs> no offence. But it's like, it's, it's cracking me. It's mint that is, yeah. Sound like. And it's such a good event. So shout out to, shout out to them for organising it. Hold tight, poor, hold tight, Anthony. Uh, great event. I travelled so far, it's mad, uh, and I've had a kitchen delivered that um, the guy from, well not delivered, I drove it from Yorkshire to Wales because I was up there anyway and gave the wrong parts, he then sent the parts next day delivery and they got broken in the post, that's good, and now they've been sent again, so hopefully they fit, but the refer for my second property is going well, it's looking grey, it's looking white, it's looking crispy, so yeah, look at that on my Instagram and stuff, or, or my Facebook, ask me for pictures, Learned a lot on this reefer, but I have an incredible team. Oh, they are saints. Oh, unbelievable. And um, it's interesting. Life, you know? But as I said before, celebrate the little things, but also be aware that they're going to lead to bigger problems, but bigger rewards at the end of it. I've got some interesting people lined up on the podcast coming up. My podcast guide is now free. <clears throat> Here's another lesson for you. I, tra- I, s- I was trying to sell it for 99 quid. But I realized so many American websites have like podcast guides where it's like totally free. So you just go on the website, put in your email address and you get a, a like an awesome podcast guide. And like, you know, uh, you know, why was I selling it for 99 pounds? So I tried to sell a product and I realized actually this is something that people get for free. So there's a lesson, right? And I'm, I'm you know, I'm happy to tell you this. 
I don't really care. Um, I hope it helps you that, you know, sometimes there may not be a market for that type of property or that type of product or anything. So tej-talks.com slash podcasts. Nope, that's wrong. tej-talks.com slash ebooks. Uh, download it. It's 18 pages and has an hour long of video content. If you can't start a podcast after it, then <clears throat> I don't know. But yeah, check it out. Got a new YouTube series coming out called The Sauce or The Source in uh, in the Queen's English. Me and Sarah Hussain have made a few videos which I'm waiting for her to edit, which we're going to chuck out, and you'll see some clips here and there. Again, if you want me to talk at one of your events on branding, I'm doing PPNs in, in October, November. I think I'm in Blackfriars and PPN Nicebridge in October. I'm PPN Liverpool in September and Partners in Property in Birmingham in September. If you want money off Partners in Property, use the code TEDGE748, partners-property.com. You get fed. It's like a 9 to 3 p.m. event. It's Yeah, it's a big time commitment, but come with problems because people will be able to solve them. Come with issues. Come with challenges. It, it, it It's worth it, honestly. It's once a month. If you can, it's worth it. Uh, so I think that is all for today's podcast. That's an update from me. Uh, yeah, listen to my previous podcast about my journey. If you haven't heard about how I'm bridging this, how I bridge the second one for pretty much no money in. And then I'm also bridging the third and the fourth for no money in. Uh, I'd also love to see pictures of your flips if you've done any. And also if they broke the ceiling price. I'm really interested to know this because I'm, I haven't done flips. I'm not necessarily going to do them now, but I just, yeah, I really want to know because I'm in an area where I think there's a certain affordability limit as well, which, you know, may put me off doing like, an, you know, zinc doors or something or magnesium, you know, I don't know, work surface, which would probably dissolve. But yeah, anyways, awesome. I hope this podcast has been useful. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Have a blessed week and look out for this Wednesday's podcast. And leave a review if you haven't already, please. Thanks. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.